With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. Welcome to the Entrepreneur's MBA, bringing you lessons from real life entrepreneurs they don't teach in business school. Here's your host, business coach and marketing strategist, Adam Kipnis. Cash is king. That's what you hear all the time. Cash is king has been talked about for hundreds of years. But if you know people in business, it's never about the cash, it's about the cash flow. The cash flow tells us where we're gonna be in a year. Cash is what we happen to have today. And if you can create cash flow aside from your business, because most of our cash flow comes from either the business we're doing today or the job we have today. But if you can create cash flow coming from a third party source, it becomes bulletproof. It allows you to make your life bulletproof because you can do everything you want, anything you want, because you know the cash flow is coming in. That's what we're going to discuss today. We're going to discuss how you get from here to there, whether it's a corporate job, whether it's a stuck business, whether it's just taking something to another level or adding cash flow to your life so you don't have to spend as many hours at work or in your business. We're going to learn all about that. This is Adam Kipnis, host of the Entrepreneur's MBA podcast. I appreciate you being here. As always, we are sponsored in part by powertexting.com and C-Suite Radio. Powertexting.com gives away a free hotel stay to one listener of every episode that we do. So stay tuned in a little bit for how to win that hotel stay. Four and five star resorts, 17 places around the world. Really excited to talk to my guest today because he went from a corporate job to a corporate drone to losing everything to now having done 30 plus million dollars worth of real estate deals, building bullet flow cash flow for himself and his investors. Agostino Pintas, thanks for being here. I really am excited about this story and everything that you've done. Man, I'm so happy to be here. This is awesome. It's so cool. And one of the things that we talked about earlier was you had to reboot your life and make bulletproof cash flow. And uh, you can find them at bulletproofcashflow.com and bulletproof, the bulletproof, bulletproof cash flow podcast. Um, so tell us a little bit about how you got started. I want to hear a little of that story of your corporate life that probably seemed really good and then was really bad and really forced you to rethink everything you're doing. Well, you know what it is, is that I've been an entrepreneur my entire life since I was a kid, right? And uh, I started writing code when I was 10 years old. I was one of those, one of those kids. I'm a little Commodore, right? <laughs> and I knew, I knew that I always wanted to do my own thing. Even at that age, I created my own little software company called Triple Arrow Softworks. And I was determined that I was going to build a software company when I was 10, 11 years old. And what happens is that your parents, your, your friends, your neighbors, all these people. No, no, no. You don't need to be doing any of that stuff. You know what you need is a job. You need a 40-hour-a-week job. That's what you need to be doing. You need to go to school, pay a bunch of money for that, and then go work in a job that you hate 
until you get old and you die. That's the rules. So that's what happened. <laughs> it's, it's, it, it's funny how all that stuff ends up getting washed away, right? And, and, and you're, we're all conditioned in that same way. And I, I, and I was the same way. So I, I, even at a young age, I'd had a, a very good technical aptitude. And I've always, because I was an entrepreneur, I had this, this natural leading ability and landed a, a, a IT role and, and really escalated up from there and eventually serving as, as a CIO, a chief information officer running enterprise global IT for, for these companies. And it was, um, no, it was actually, it, it, was, it was kind of fun at first, right? And mainly because at a, some of these companies, the most successful one that I worked with anyway, they gave me a budget. They let me do what I needed to do. As long as I delivered, everything was fine, right? Until it wasn't, until right. they, until they hand you the box to pack your stuff and get out. Right. And there, there's all kinds of reasons why such things happen. But af after that, it was, um, despite having great success, making these guys multi, multi millionaires took away my stock, took away everything, finagled it out of me. And then I was kicked to the curb. So, uh, yeah, man, it was, um, Doing the whole corporate thing taught me a lot of lessons, of course, taught me how to run a business and, and how, how, to, how to really build systems and processes and hire people and fire people and do all the things necessary to run a company. But I was largely unfulfilled. I wasn't really building a legacy. Well, I was building a legacy, but for someone else. <laughs> right. And there's nothing wrong with building a legacy for someone else. There's nothing wrong with learning or, or, or doing any of that stuff. But ultimately, it wasn't, it, it wasn't filling the needs that I had for myself, and I wasn't living my potential. Let's, and that's ultimately what, it, what needs to happen. And, but the thing is that after that, my, my life really fell into a tailspin uh, that included everything from, from uh, going, going through a batch of really bad jobs, making some very bad decisions, decisions around that, going through a crippling divorce, losing just about everything and and then having to to reboot my whole entire life all over again just because of uh, some of the bad people I, that uh, that I hung out with that that really changed changed the way I thought and um, really caused more damage to what really to my potential that I, that I really really believe that now of course I have and I've realized uh, but that journey was not exactly easy, right? It, it, there, there needed to be a, a spark to get from that, that low level to where I'm at today. And um, despite all that, I would not give it up. I, I wouldn't change my life for anything, man. It's, it's, it's to get to where I'm at now was where I, was, where I should have been uh, when, when I was, uh, you know, 10, 15 years ago. But you know what? It happened the way it did, and I'm just going to charge full ahead and, you know, built a great deal of success where we're at now, man. It's just very exciting times. Good for you, and, and you can hear in your voice and see in your eyes, for those of you who are watching on YouTube, that um, there's still a fair amount of pain, which probably stokes a fair amount of fire in you today from that experience. But you went through a number of, of, of jobs, so you, you get laid off or pushed out of the, the job you were in. And then you tried the job thing for a while and find others trying to sort of rekindle that, you know, corporate cash flow that all of us are, you know, many of us are conditioned to. But what, what made you say, no, I'm not doing that same thing again 
I'm going to do something different. I'm going to learn something different. I'm going to make it on my own because it's easy to keep putting your resume out there and eventually someone will hire you. And, and you probably had a ton of time. You probably just started 10 businesses while you were looking for different jobs, but you kept down that path. But then you said, no, why did you say no and go in a different direction? I'll, t- I'll tell you what, Adam, I, I actually did start 10 different businesses Right. And so in between all these different jobs that I've held and doing all those different things, I've started up software companies, mobile app companies, debt collection companies, asset management companies. Um, this is all in my adult life. Uh, telephone companies, uh, all different, all different types of things. So, so while I was in between all these different jobs, I figured I'm going to do something on my own. I'm going to do something on my own. But part of it was I wasn't, first off, I wasn't committed. All right. There's was, there was a lack of commitment, a lack of education. Um, and, and people talk about the why thing and that is severely, severely underestimated. And, and, and I'll, and I'll tell you why right now is that you asked me about like, what was that tipping point? The, the most recent job that I had, or one of the most recent jobs, I think it actually was the most recent job, excluding a consulting gig that I had. I was, um, I was recruited by a, a really a great guy. He, he, I was living in New York at the time and, and he, he recruited me. He was also a New Yorker and asked me to come into, into his company and help correct and fix his, his, their, their technology. There's with a, a national IT company and I get in there, turn the whole place around, fire a bunch of people, bring in some new talent, stabilize the technology. When the, the tech, the, it was a complete disaster. They were up and down. This is an IT services company that couldn't run their own network. They were up and down like constantly, their internal networks so, and for their clients. So they're, I mean, they were close to losing a lot of business. I fixed all that. Well, fast forward a couple of years, the guy who hired me ended up just leaving the company the new CEO walks in. So if you guys out there know in, in the world, uh, in the C, the C-level suite, when a new CEO comes in and you're a C-level person, chances are you're going to be out the door. He's going to bring in his own guys. Yep. Right. And that's exactly what happened. So, you know, it, it um, here I am sitting across from, from a guy who just got the COO role literally four days prior. And he's telling he's handing me my walking papers. And he has no idea of all the work that had gone into this business that I did and, and with, with the team. At that point, I realized, you know what? I, I can't, I am not going to do this again. I will not go through this nonsense ever again. I'm, I, I mean, I'm, not, I'm in my late 40s at this point or mid 40s at that point anyway. How many more times can I go through a scenario where my life is going to be in control in the hands of somebody else that I have no idea what they thought of about me, right? I'm handing over not only my life, but the life of everyone who depends on me to some strangers that hate me. It's ludicrous. It's stupid, right? And, and for some people out there, listen, some you know, you have to work and I get it. Everybody needs a job. Not everyone's cut out for entrepreneurship. I understand. Right. But I knew that that fire was there. The problem was I didn't have that why defined. So I knew I had to do something, but I didn't know what the why was. And even though I had, I built a successful real estate, some real estate portfolio, uh, 16 years prior, mainly doing single family and small multifamily. And I was doing all that, 
but didn't really gel until I stepped away from that whole, the whole corporate America thing and took a little bit of time. And it was at that point I realized, you know what, throughout all this, all, all these trials and tribulations, going to these crappy job after crappy job or doing all these bad things with these different companies that no matter what, I still had money coming in, even a little bit of money coming in from all this real estate every month to just show up. Real estate is it. I will focus on real estate. But then this is where the reboot took place that I went all in. I stopped sending out resumes, stopped cold Turkey. I'm, I'm done. I, I would send out at least a hundred resumes a day, a day sending out, right. Sitting at Starbucks, sending out resumes done, yeah. not doing it. But I started reading and listening to books voraciously. You would not believe the stuff that I was listening to. Well, first started off with, with the finding the baseline in real estate, but then it was everything from sales to marketing and emotional intelligence. And, and really it was centered around sales and emotional intelligence. Right. And this and is something two. we talked about. I mean, you, so you burn the ships behind you and you decided, all right, I'm all in, I'm not sending out resumes. And you said, I've got to do something different. And um, so Augustino's got something interesting that, that he's working on right now. And, he, and it's a giveaway for everyone here on the show. But you read a number of books and created a book list that helped you reboot your life. And the mindset change that you got from that yeah. is what exploded you forward and it was, yes, it's the reading. Yes, it's the knowledge. But it was the commitment to reading those books because reading those books was what allowed you to do it, correct? It was reading those books. And then there's a second thing, right? This, the second thing is the why, right? What, what, what is the why? And, and, and this is what it is, right? My why is I need to build a legacy. That's all I care about now building a legacy. The money doesn't even matter anymore. I don't care about the money. I want the legacy. And, and by that, I have one son, right? I have a wife and I have a son. And I want my kids, kids, kids to know my name, right? That's the why. To deliver something like that, whatever you're working on has got to survive three, four, five generations. Yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to take some work. Right. And so that's just my why. Everybody's got a different why. Some people just want to make it through the day. Some people's why is, you know what? I, I raised three kids and that's their why. And that's perfectly fine. For me, it's about living that potential. I, I need to do this, not for anyone else, but me, so I can leave it behind for the next generation. And, and hopefully what they're going to do is they're going to see the videos that we put out there, all the content that we're creating. It, it's Yes, I'm doing it to help other people, but I'm also creating an instruction manual for my kid, for my son. That's what I'm doing. That's what all that stuff is. So imagine, imagine if, you, if your dad, or your, not your dad, but your dad or your great-grandfather told you how to buy real estate. How cool would that be? How to run a deal? How do you do it? How cool is that, right? That's awesome. And I, and I love that you said instruction manual. I, I had a, a guest um, on a prior show, Doug Vermeeren, super interesting guy that success leaves clues. And if every successful person just wrote down what they did, how much more successful would our world be? Would our people be? Right. And because it's not just about the activity, right? There are 
it's easy to learn how the mechanics of a real estate deal. It's easy to learn the mechanics of <clears throat> marketing. That's air quotes for those of you listening um, and not watching me. But the, what did you actually do? When did you hear something that struck a nerve and you decided to veer your business in a different way? What are the things that kicked you in the head and you're like, I'm not doing that again. And you're gonna be able to write that down through this process for your son and your son's son and your son's son and their daughters and everyone in your family as well as the rest of the world. That's a super cool legacy to leave. Yes, yeah, and that's, and that's the whole point. That's the whole point. I mean, there, there's, there's a, lot of, a lot of pain there's a lot of huge mistakes that I've made in the past, big mistakes. But you know what, though? Uh, like I said, if I, can, if I can leave what I learned to, to my next generation, they can learn from my mistakes without having to make it themselves, right? And that's, and that's the key. Everyone can, make, everyone can learn from mistakes, just doesn't have to be theirs. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, 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 they say a smart person learns from their mistakes. A genius learns from the mistakes of others. We're talking to Agostino Pinchas on the Entrepreneur's MBA podcast. As I mentioned earlier, powertexting.com um, gives away a free hotel stay to one listener of every show. If you go to podcasttrip.com, enter your information, and you could win that trip four and five star resorts um, across the world. Actually, you can go to Phuket, you can go to Bali, you can go to Spain, you can go to Rocky Point, which is near where I live in Phoenix. You can go to Williamsburg, Vegas. Um, so it's actually super cool and the real deal. Um, so appreciate you all hanging on for that. So I love what you said, because we talked about reboot your life, but reboot your life and leave a legacy. How different is that from what we were taught in school? And how did that come to you? I mean, I'm hearing it. I'm just like, swear word, if I could reboot my life to, and leave a legacy, which I'm already trying to do, but it's a trigger word. How did you think of that? And what, where'd that spark come from? You know, it, it, I wish I could say it happened overnight, but it didn't. Um, when it's funny, because when I started that, that job that I ended up getting, getting canned from, the most recent one, I, I somehow fell into the whole self-development thing, right? And that kicked off the, the importance of reading. I, listen, we all stop studying after we finish college. We all stop. Full yeah. stop. We, you know what you do? You're done school. So now you need to pack up your stuff and go to a job and, and do that now. So you don't need, don't need to train anymore. Well, I, I made listening to books a priority. Right. So I started filling my head with, with positivity, with, with, with more data. The, the, the difference though was I wasn't filling it as, as fast as I possibly could because I was comfortable. No. Hey, listen, you're a C-level guy uh, pulling in all kinds of money. Uh, I, I had a Dodge Viper on order. I mean, seriously, it was, it was crazy, right? Was the just, Commodore 64 and Dodge Viper just dated you way older <laughs> than a lot of people. But, but go no, with it. I love it. Keep awesome, going. <laughs> the car was awesome. It was an older car, but it was awesome. It was awesome. But uh, no, but it was, um, it, so what I did was I, com I started committing to the, 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 the positive self-improvement, right? Even like we're talking two years before this, this event happened. And I, I'll say that, right, as that event happened, I was, I was prepared, I guess I, I, I self-positioned to really get to that next level, right? 
it, it wasn't something that really took, took place uh, like an immediate type of scenario. I wish I, I wish I could tell you what it was, but it was more like I was, it was in the right place at the right time with the right circumstances that I needed to hear to really push, give me that final push to say no more. Right. And I think that was it is that when you're in a comfortable scenario, it was, you know, earning a lot of money. I, I was looking at properties. I was looking at buildings, but then I would look at them and say, uh, it's okay. I'm getting a check next week. It's fine. It's fine until it's not. Everything's fine until it's finally not fine. And when is it not fine? <laughs> when, when your kid is calling you up saying, hey, where, where, like, you know, is, is, do I have dinner today? <laughs> no. <laughs> wow. Wow. And, and so many of us are in that I'm fine world, whether you are, you have your own business, there's a ton of business owners and a lot of business owners I work with and I do strategic planning and, and marketing for clients. It's their life is good. They're cashing their checks, but they're dreaming of the better, but they get complacent and it's really easy to get complacent and you, you know, chose or said, I'm not going to be complacent anymore. So when you made that decision, you started listening to books and you started to hopefully read some too as well, not just listen to them, but right, <laughs> you started putting all that information into your head. How did you process it? Because if you take in a lot of different things, it's very easy to get shiny penny syndrome and try to implement things and I'm going to do this, but tomorrow you listen to something else. How did you compartmentalize it in a good way to make it a business? Yes. Well, and that's the thing. You're absolutely right. Um, I decided to focus on one thing. There's only going to be one thing, right? So when I knew that I was going to choose real estate as the, the way to the way out, the way out of the matrix, the matrix that, that, that everyone is in. What is the matrix? Let me define that for a second. The matrix is that's the, the 40 hour work week. You come home, you eat dinner in front of the TV till 11 o'clock. Then you put on your JJ's and you go to bed and then you wake up at you know, 6 AM to make it back to work at for seven and then repeat. And then you're, you're, you're killing yourself to work the weekend. And uh, then you have, and that, and then you're doing the barbecue thing with the family. That's, that's, that's the matrix. You're not living your potential. Again, nothing wrong with it. If you like the matrix, that's fine with me, but ask yourself if, are you really living to your full potential? Can you do more? Can you do more? That's, that's the key. And, and that's the thing now today, my life is entirely different. I used to be that guy. They used to watch Walking Dead, all, all seasons of The Sopranos, not for sure I'm really dating myself. All of, <laughs> but I, I'm that guy. I did all that. I, I absolutely did all that binge watching TV for, for days on end. You know, there, there is so much more that we can do to, to impact the lives of our families, to create that, that cash flow that gives us freedom. I mean, that's ultimately what it is. I don't do this for the money. You know, it's, uh, we're planning to go down to see my, my wife's family down in Columbia. We're going to go there for like a month. Wouldn't you want to get away for a month and just uh, avoid the winter? Uh, Cause up here in Cleveland, winters are pretty hellish. You know, I'm, I don't want, I don't want any of that. I'm just going to go down there and chill out for a while and I'll work from there. I can do that kind of thing. Right. That's, 
that's that's what that type of of lifestyle will get you and but it takes work that's the thing it's this is not easy it's not like the gurus say that it's going to take some effort and I, I still believe that that's probably one of the reasons why people don't do it and that's the reason why i did it it took pain to get away from to get away from what um what happened like to get to, to get to where i'm at today pain that's what it took it's I do love The Walking Dead, by the way, but it, I, I, it's interesting that you say that because one of the things that I focus on with my clients is if you know what keeps your clients up at night, you can make all of the money in the world. Those who know where the pain is in their client can serve them best. What's really hard, I think way harder than that, is finding the pain in yourself and admitting it. Yep. Now, you went through a period where you lost everything and you had to, literally had to scrounge for quarters in the, in the couch, so to speak. And so you found that pain because your son probably saw it in his eyes. But a lot of people won't admit to that pain and go all in. Can you, do you remember what it was internally that said to you, Enough is enough. You know, I've, I've hit my point. Yeah, there's there, there, there's a there's a couple of instances that I think of. You know, at one point after after that uh, that first job that I was fired, and I knew I had to do something, but I was living in Florida at the time. I got home from from a consulting gig that I picked up. It was just after the crash. You know, yeah, because I, I couldn't find any I couldn't find any jobs, and I was running out of money. I unlocked the front door to go inside the house that I was renting. I hit the light switch and there were no lights. So <laughs> I, I get the sinking feeling. I don't know why there's no lights. I'm, why I'm standing in the darkness because I hadn't paid the phone or the, the electric bill. I, I didn't have enough money to pay the electric bill. Here I am a former CIO at an Inc 500 company that was making all kinds of money, blowing it on dumb stuff. Now broke, right? So, so broke. So at that point, I felt like a failure. I was frustrated. I was I just, I'd just gone through that divorce I'd mentioned, right? I was wiped yep. out. I had, I had a little bit of money coming in from, from, the, from the real estate, but I had to sell off a lot of it. So I had a little bit left. And so I was like afraid for my future. I was like, this is, that, that was one of the, those dark moments. I knew that I could not, something's got to give here. I can't keep doing this, right? And Fortunately, I was able to make my way out of it, but via a job, right? And, but then what happened after that? I got out of the job. I got out of the situation. I got comfortable. Yep. And That's the cycle happened. started again. Then the cycle started all over again, right? And it's exactly it. I mean, and then at one point after that, when I was living in New York, things were even worse than that. If, I don't know how much worse it can possibly get. But I mean, you didn't even want to know what I was contemplating at that point when you're at their offices in New York City, I was working in a skyscraper, it was 26 stories up. Right? If you can imagine, I remember looking out that window, I'm like, you know, it'd be easy to just climb up, just go up the rest of the way and just jump off. Easy, easy to do, right? And uh, the only reason why I'm still alive is because of my son. Yeah, because you, you had point. your boy that, that, that you wanted to take care of. And I, I'm loving this conversation. And I, I know for the listeners, it's super dark, but there is a freaking great bright side because of what Augustino learned along the way. And you went from your darkest moment and your darkest moments 
to now where you've literally built bulletproof cash flow and now you have people bringing you deals. And those of you not in real estate, it's not about the, the deals. It's not about what it is. It's about the thing that makes you happy, the thing that makes you money. And when other people start delivering it to you, so you don't have to go search for it, changes everything. And so you find real estate and you've got um, pain in your background that keeps driving you forward. You've got love right in front of you with your son that keeps driving you forward. And you hit that tipping point where all of a sudden opportunity comes on a regular basis and that real estate agent calls and says, Hey, I've got this opportunity. I think you're great for it. Or you meet with a partner that's got cash and now you can do a building in a different way because you've got a little more money to do it. How did it feel mentally and what did it change in your business when that's that teeter totter started going on the positive end and things were flowing to you? Well, you know, I, I think it took defining first. I had to define what it is that that I'm going to do. And for many people that come out to our live events, like I, I do, we do a live event here every other week. And there, we had some people that they they do everything under the sun. They do they run a remote call center. This is one guy runs runs a remote call center. Has a flipping business. Has a hard money business. He's got a notes business, and he's got uh, he cuts diamonds. Same guy. With all wow. this. Yeah, it's super. And then I want to do multifamily, which is what we focus <laughs> on, right? And I'm like, I, I just, I just like, no, man, focus. Just do one thing. One thing. It's all you got to do. You do one thing and do it extremely well. You document what you're going to do. You write out your affirmations. I write out my affirmations every day. This is what's going to happen to me. Not, nothing like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be rich. No, no, no. I will have $200,000 a month in, in, and I will have $100 million in net worth by, by 2024. I will have, I write it as if I already have it, right? It's already, because your brain does not know the difference. Your brain doesn't know the difference between what you have right now and what, you're, and what, you're, what your potential is. It doesn't know, right? We make that up. I document it in my, in my vision board and I see it every single day. I walk by, I look at it. I have, a, I have one on my, one of my refrigerator. I keep one in my office. I look at it. I see it. It's a huge vision board. I can't miss it. Right. It reminds me my future is pulling me forward. Right. So that's, that's, it's an entirely different mind shift from how it was before where it was, you know, that, that dragon, dragging my, my body into a job that I hated to work with people I don't like. <laughs> for, eight, <laughs> for eight hours a day to now controlling my time, controlling my future. I, I have the future in my hands and I get to build, build something that I can hand off to, to the people that I love. If something happens to me, you know, building a future, building my future and building it for them as well. That's, that's powerful stuff. And, and, and the thing is, though, what's, here, the, the, here's one thing that's going to mess everybody's head is that you can do it, too. If you really believe and you really, really want to do it, for, like you really want to do it that bad, you really have to have that thing that's going to pull you forward. Because if you don't, then, then fine. Don't, 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 just don't say you want to be an entrepreneur if you're, if you're not going to actually do it because it's, it's not easy. It's, it's not an easy gig. I mean, I went through a lot of stuff to get here. It, it was, I don't think it was necessary for everybody to go through what I had to go through. And, but you know what? Uh, at this point, I wouldn't have it any other way. 
I love it. I mean, what, what an amazing story. And to, to understand the ups and downs of what people go through and being open and raw about it and giving it to others so they can learn from it. Because there's a lot of people listening that are probably stuck in their jobs or they're at the bottom of their, their barrel, so to speak. Um, and knowing that, hey, here's just a guy who made a change and did a few things and is on his way to greatness. Augustino Pinchas, thank you so much for sharing, for being open, for all the information. I know that you um, have a giveaway for everybody because you've got a new book coming out, your book list, and you've got yes. something they can text. Um, I, I, want, I need everyone to, to do this because if what you just heard didn't stir you a little bit, um, then you need to call me because we got to talk because that was a powerful, powerful conversation. So how can people get in touch with you and how can they get that list of the books that you read that changed your life? So, so the, the book list, yeah, this is a list of the books of the, for the two things that it really took to focus, to refocus my life. And as I said, one around sales and one around, around, um, human interaction and human intelligence, right? So, if you text 216-777-2084 with your name and email address, I, I got to have your email address at least just to send you the list. Uh, you, you just download it and uh, then you're just going to be able to click it and just download the books right from, get them from Amazon, of course, right? I can't give you the books, unfortunately. <laughs> I wish I could. <laughs> but um, but this, this is the definitive book list that I used anyway that helped redefine where where i'm at today and you know it's it's ultimately the, the one thing that i wish i can put into a book is how to how to take action and, and really you know what it's just a matter of and I, I can't stress that enough just pick a direction pick a goal that's going to be big enough that will excite you and just do everything you can to chase it and that's all you got to do. That's, that's, I mean, it sounds simple, but for me, it's a billion in assets. And if I'm working on some really big deals right now, I wish I can talk about it. But uh, it, it, if, I, if I'm able to, to do it, it'll get me a tenth of the way there. So that's huge. awesome. That's awesome. Congratulations on the success that you're having. Congratulations on what you've overcome to get there and your understanding of it because now you can help others with it and teach others about it because your pain leads to other success. Thank you, Augustino. Thank you to all of our listeners on the Entrepreneur's MBA podcast. Thanks for being here. I'm your host, Adam Kipnis. I will talk to you all soon. You've been listening to the Entrepreneur's MBA. Download Adam's free book, How to Make More Money in Your Business at www.freebookfromadam.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.